Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll of course be talking about Matt Smith's swan song, The Time of the Doctor. But first, let's have a little bit of news. And actually, before we start the news, I hope everyone at home had a very good Christmas. Yes, we yeah. do. Yes, we do. Have you stuffed yourself stupid with turkey and Christmas pudding and sweets and booze and God knows what? Um, Not really, actually, to be honest. Somebody actually just got home. You know, oh, right, okay. So, and it doesn't tend to be that that I was drinking. I, I, I've, I've drunk very... I was going to say I've drunk very little Christmas Day, apart from about the bottle and a half of wine while I was eating, but other than that... Oh, other than that, not much at all, really? No, <laughs> no Christmas dinner, but about three o'clock, <clears throat> I've, I've, I've finished drinking for the day, I think. Oh, well, well, I didn't drink a lot either, because I don't know if you can tell everyone at home, um, I'm not well, I'm ill. Yes, my voice is is about to give out at any moment, so I apologise if my voice just all turns into a whisper halfway through this today. But uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't drink a lot. Um, I certainly didn't eat a lot either. So it's, it's been, I, was, I think I would just wait to New Year to get drunk now. Why not? Anyway, but that, let's get cracking, because let's do a bit of news before we get on to the, um, to the, to the good stuff, I suppose you could say. Um, well, as you would expect, there's not a lot of news since our last podcast. All we could say, really, let's have some stats. <laughs> Yes. Hooray! Hooray! Let's get on with, with the, the, the big hitters. Come on, let's go. Uh, the overnight viewing figures for the time of the Doctor was 8.29 million viewers, which I think is still quite healthy. Considering that it was probably up against what it was up against in Coronation Street, and it beat Coronation Street, so... Yeah, that's it, which had 7.9 million, which I oh, think for, is... Yeah. Oh, for the days in the 80s when it would beat Coronation Street. Oh, yes. <laughs> if it had done that, it would never have gone away. Oh, dear. The, the worrying thing, though, is um, the top programme for the day was Mrs Brown's Boys Christmas Special, which was 9.4 million viewers. Um, yeah, I'm not so sure. It, it, it's a question of, by that, the, the timing of when that was on, though, wasn't I was, it? I was like, well, it's a question of taste, isn't it? <laughs> and it is. It is, <laughs> I'm afraid. Um and that, but there's also the timing when that's on. That's on later. Yeah. Most people then have settled down and are then watching the telly in the evening. Yeah. It's not against, as we said, it's Coronation Streets. If Coronation Street had been against Mrs. Brown's boys, then probably Doctor Who would have won. Probably. Probably. Um, I've just got to say, Mrs. Brown's boys just leaves me cold, I'm afraid. I know it's very, very popular, but I, I just don't get it, to be honest. Really don't get it. But anyway, back on to Doctor Who. Of course, all the plus one figures haven't been included yet, and these are unofficial overnight viewing figures that we've just given you. So the plus one figures, and I don't think the iPlayer figures are coming to force until March, isn't it? It's not for a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, But they're saying that even if the plus one figures for Coronation Street were, still inclu- were included, it still wouldn't overtake Doctor Who, which is quite interesting. That's um, quite interesting, actually, because they they reckon if the plus one figures for Coronation Street were included, <clears throat> excuse me, it would only rise to eight point two seven million. Yeah, oh, I mean that's that, that, that that's yeah. You, you, you're, it's one of those things where you either probably watch it at the time or you don't watch it, isn't it? So yeah, that's it. That's it. So there's one point. There's whatever it is, just over half a million, just under half a million people that watch Doctor Who and Coronation Street by that. Are we saying? 
I think that's it. Yeah, they must have like two screens there, like Grandad at Valley Falls and Horses. Mm. There are two tellies in front of them, watching them both. But uh, yeah, that was. Uh, no, I, I'm just sort of pleased it won the time slot. Yeah. Um, but then, we'll, as we'll, we'll as we'll get onto later on, is um, what people actually thought about it when they watched it. But anyway, yes. um, now then, and the, the second and last piece of news, uh, really, uh, was that Matt Smith released a message via the BBC Doctor Who Twitter account, and basically said this was on um, actually on Christmas Day. He said to the Hooniverse, "Thanks a million. You're the best. I'll miss you, and I'll miss the madness." So there we are. Farewell, Matt. Gone. Gone, that's it. Move on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Get over it, people. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, um, yeah. a nice little little goodbye f- from him on um, on Christmas Day, I think. Yes. A personal uh, personal goodbye. But, um, yeah, he didn't have to say anything at all, really. But I, I think knowing Matt Smith, I think he, he wouldn't go without saying something, would he? No, we've already had the video message from him, haven't we, from before. That's right, yeah. So... Which was done some time ago, actually, wasn't it? Yes. So, but uh, yeah, it was good. It was good, just sort of final, a final goodbye from him. But uh, but that's it. That is it for the news. We've got nothing else to bring you. Um, as I say, it's, it's very quiet, as one would expect over Christmas. There's better things to do. Better things to do, indeed, indeed. Okay then. So that's it. So coming up very very shortly is our review of Time of the Doctor. So for another week and for the year. Actually, that was the news. Right then, everybody, it's time to talk about Matt Smith's goodbye in the role of the Doctor. And it's time to talk about the time of the Doctor. And now it's time for one last bow. Like all your other selves, Eleven's hour is over now. The clock is striking twelve. The siege of Trenzalore is now begun. The Time Lord has entered the trap. Help him change the future. Do it. The Doctor is regenerating. If you want my life, come and get it! OK, now I believe it's my turn to go first, isn't it? It is. It is. OK. I think before I get onto what I thought about it, and I think it's probably right to just talk about how much this episode has divided fans. Because yes, I, 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 it's... Yeah. yeah, have you have you been keeping a watch on Twitter and, and Facebook um, and I've I've had a brief look. As I say, I didn't get home. I've been sort of cut off from the world yeah. for the last two days and I didn't get home until gone nine last night. Yeah. Which was actually then my first chance to even watch this, so Yeah, uh-huh. you said you, you saw the forty five minutes of it on Christmas Day with the sound off. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I saw the first forty five minutes without the sound. <laughs> Did it make any sense to you? Um Strangely, it wasn't too bad. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, this this really has um, sort of divided people's opinion, and it it hasn't really gone from sort of like I really love this to I hate it. It just sort of, I, well, I I liked it to I didn't like it. It, it was it was neither one thing or the other, but it, it was it wasn't sort of like extremes either side. It was just I liked it, I didn't like it, but it seems to be straight down the middle, and. For our followers on Twitter and on our Facebook group, I, I did a, a, a sort of like a quick straw poll. Did you like this episode? Yes or no? And out of the the twenty three people, sort of gave, gave us an answer. And yes, won it by one point. 
So it's 12, <laughs> ye- 12 yeses, 11 noes. And at the, for a long time, I thought the noes were going to romp home because there was a lot of people who just didn't like it. And neither me or Tony bothered to vote. Yes, indeed. <laughs> indeed. To be fair, I hadn't watched it by then, so my vote would have been purely on the 45 minutes of silence. That exactly, was. it would have been. It would have been. Uh, silence fell on Christmas. That was quite a <laughs> Yeah, so it was quite, it was quite an interesting... Uh, quite an interesting result, to be honest. But um, but anyway, um, for what you know, what we thought about it. Uh, well, personally, I liked it. So did I. Oh right, okay, okay. <laughs> no, he's, he's waiting for this. Having built this up with, well, some people like it, some people don't. There's going to be an argument about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> the two people that really liked it were us. Yeah. Bloody hell! This is this is unheard of. It's unheard of. Um, yeah, I just did. It wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. No. Um, it wasn't as good as The Day of the Doctor. No. <laughs> uh, and, there, there, you know, there was a lot wrong with it, but I just enjoyed it. It had a lot to do, didn't it? The, 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 the thing was, it was tidying up, trying to tidy up as many loose ends, and in that, it's going to lose some of the story. Yeah. Now, there's there's been... I think one of the big complaints made against this was the fact that there was a lot of a because of all that um, tying up of loose ends. There's a lot of continuity stuff in there, and the people were saying, "Well, that's going to lose all the non-fans." That I have to say was slightly. I mean, but that's a victim of timing rather than um, a deliberate thing by Moffat. He this really should have been a two-parter to end a series. It should have been really, yeah, because I mean, Tennant got a two-parter to bow, bow out on, and I, I think Matt Smith probably, de- or this story probably deserved a two-parter. And not only that, it's just basically Christmas. You are going to have a lot of fan- casual fans, yeah, yeah, watching, and yeah, this is probably not the episode to be showing at Christmas. <clears throat> well. In uh, terms of tying up stuff, right? Yeah, obviously. yeah. I think. Well, I know they've but got to. They've got to they do. do? Well, exactly. They've got to do this because Matt Smith is has gone. Yeah, they've got to tie it all up for for his. Couldn't, couldn't do it before the fiftieth. And the thing is, if they did it for the fiftieth, you would have had the same complaints again. Oh, it's too continuity heavy. Yeah, and you lose the non fans. So I really don't think that argument holds any weight at all because it it, if, wouldn't, if, it wouldn't matter when you done it. Yeah, to be honest. Well, I mean, I, I can I can see that. You're saying if Christmas time is going to be a lot... I mean, we en- I, I enjoyed it. I'm interesting to have seen if anybody who doesn't watch the series would, would just have not have made anything of this. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the previous Christmas specials are reasonably standalone. I mean, probably other than, even to a certain extent, Tenants 1, mm. 2 part. But this really was tying up a lot of... A lot of loose ends. Well, it, yeah, of course. I mean, it had all you know the exploding TARDIS, um, what was behind the Doctor's door from the God Complex, that sort of thing. Um, I mean, actually, I'd rather and, as that was one. I'd rather they just left, to be honest. Yeah, I quite like yeah. the fact that you, you didn't know what was behind his door, and it could have been anything. Yeah, exactly. I I I do agree with you on that one. That, like, that was probably the the, unnes- the most unnecessary one. Yeah. I think so. I think so. But you know, it it had to tie those things up because if if it didn't, then people would have complained about that complaints, as well. Yeah. Uh, or, or you're then carrying the, for want of a better word, the baggage of this of the Smith era into the Capaldi era. Yeah. 
and I don't uh, think that would have worked. No, you you always want to least it, well, it stops the Doctor being getting getting his own character going, doesn't it? If you're always then referencing back to past episodes, then mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't you can't keep doing that. You you no. with a new Doctor, you've got to start their own or his own rather, I should say, sort of story arc or whatever you want to do. Yeah, you know, you doesn't you know you can have little callbacks like in this show the callback to the Five Doctors. Yeah. With the seal of Rassilon. So, I mean, which I didn't expect, and I thought it was a great little thing to, yeah. I mean, to, yeah, to bring you, back, you, you know. Yeah, yeah, the odd casual throwback <clears throat> reference that actually doesn't necessarily need to have watched the previous stuff is fine. Yeah. Um, the other thing I had to answer was the whole Silence Will Fall um, thing as well, which, and I think, I don't know if people were disappointed by the Turn Up of Loose Ends with the fact it wasn't dramatic enough. It's like the fact they talk about the, what they call it, the, the I don't know, I can't remember the exact word, you know, but the, the, the Kavarian sort of splinter group. Yeah. That that was it. They just said, oh, that, that was that was a splinter group or from, you know, from the, from from their little sort of church, whatever you want to call it. Um, but at least it gave it that, that but, to a certain extent of a reason it. for it. Exactly, and it just got. But they, were, they just oh, that's the explanation for it. Done. Yeah, it, it didn't go on and on and on. And I don't know if that's what people were wanted out of this. They wanted something a bit more dramatic, and they wanted some big, long-winded, convoluted reason as to why Madame Kavarium, you know, wanted to stop the Doctor getting to Trenzalore. Um, it, it, it becomes self-explanatory. Didn't it, it does. It just so that, that's what happened. Done. That's yeah. it. And the whole science will fall thing. Well, that comes up from Tasha Lem's reason for you know wanting to stop yeah. the doctor speaking his name so um yeah i just i just think it i think it worked yeah and, and it was enjoyable it went yeah i mean as far as i was concerned the hour went quickly it did um i've heard some people saying oh yeah, yeah they were looking at their watches all the way through this or, or, or sort of glanced away from the television sort of going on facebook or whatever but i certainly didn't no at, at all with this and and as people who you listen to this podcast. No, I'm usually quite highly critical, yeah, of things. But no, I, I, as I say, there's a lot wrong with it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I just the bits, enjoyed it. The, bit, the bits that you can are you can put a complaint to, really are the bits that he had to do, <clears throat> Moffat had to do, to, to to try and actually explain to to, to make people happy. He, he's forced into this position. Exactly, and he, he was never going to make. Everyone happy with this story? No. Never. And as I say, because of the timing of, of how it's gone, this year's gone. Mm. This this was the only opportunity to do it. Yeah, um, I, I think I think one of the things for me that sort of I think didn't work was the whole uh, Christmas day at Clara's with her, with her family. I just thought that was unnecessary. It, it just seemed a little bit I don't know shoehorned in, but just sort, sort of superfluous to the plot. Because it, it, it didn't, was, really, didn't really go anywhere, did it, that bit? No, not to a certain extent. It was, as far as it goes, giving this some light relief. Yeah, to a certain Cause degree. Because there, there wouldn't have been any without it. Well, I don't know. I, I, for for, for a, a, a story where the Doctor... And that's, that's, if we go back to um, the end of time, I know I don't like to do that, but let's do it anyway. That was quite a maudlin... Adventure, yeah. Because the whole, all the way through, the Doctor thought he was going to die, and he, and he was sort of not even resigned to the fact that he was going to die. He was just so I mean, petulant all the way through it, and yeah, 
and the way he treated Wilf when he, you know, he had to save him, um, which was so un- undoctor-like. But this, I thought, Matt Smith's doctor had, um, he knew this was going to be his time, but I thought he just met it with a lot more dignity. And, yeah. I, and but all the way through, it, he wasn't maudlin about it. No, and considering was, considering know, that it wasn't even just a regeneration that he he was facing. At that no, stage. no, he was just going to well, just die of old age, which really yeah. he did at the end. To be honest, yeah. he did die of old age, and I thought I'd, I'd like that. I like that fact that he wasn't going, you know, walking around bemoaning the fact that oh, I'm going to die. It's not fair, and all that. He yeah. just he just took it with a his doctor took it with a lot more dignity. Yes, and I'd I'd like that, and I don't know if it's pe- what people want. It was another end of time, parts one and two. Um, you're quite welcome to that. I'm glad it wasn't that. Right. You know, I really am glad it wasn't. I suspect a lot with this, the people liking and not liking this, can perhaps have a lot to do with whether you like Matt Smith, because this yeah. episode to me is 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 all about him, as it should be. Yeah, as it should be. Um, and if you don't then there's not a lot of action otherwise going on. No. Um, I, I think, again, this is, what, this is why I come back to what I was saying about all the, all the, the, the plot strands that have been left dangling uh, since, you know, Matt Smith's first series, was the fact it was dealt with so matter-of-factly and none of it was overblown. No. And I think that's, that's, what, I, that's what I liked about it, all these things. It wasn't overblown, like... End of Time Part 2, and as a regeneration story, I didn't find it overblown at all. And it wasn't, I keep using the word maudlin, but it wasn't maudlin. I, no, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't find it that. It wasn't overblown, it wasn't maudlin. I, I just thought the whole thing was done rather well. You know, I can't, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people out there going to disagree um, with, that, uh, with that statement, but I thought it was done rather well. There was lots to like in this. I don't know. Yeah. And, and chiefly among it is Matt Smith's performance yeah. right the way through. <clears throat> I know another, another criticism that's sort of been levelled against it is the fact that it's, it's Matt Smith's last story, and he was plastered with makeup to you know for the for the old man effects and everything. Um, I don't have a problem with that. To be honest, it just let him show um, how good an actor he was. Well, he's always because been, you believed it, didn't you? It, exactly, he's always been an old man. Yeah. He's always played it as an old as an old man, and I think to to me, you know, putting him in old man makeup just makes sense. Yeah, it really does. I, I think, it's almost as if he'd yeah. taken off the mask, wasn't it? Rather it was, than yeah, that's that's a very good way of way of putting it. Yeah, it was taken off the mask of the young man. I thought, yeah, was, yeah. Um, we're talking of all that and everything. The uh, the the whole wig thing as well was a, was a bit of a surprise. Uh, but, but, I like um, that though. To and, be and, and a way of explaining why why he shaved his head. But yeah, yeah. Or, or, or you've got a character, you've got your main actor who shaved his head. Then why don't you use it? Exactly. There's not going to be many opportunities when you can do that. I just like what Clara. You're never going to be able to ask the actor. Can no, you? exactly. No, I just like Clara's um, sort of thing. You got bored one day, didn't you? Yeah. He went, oh yeah. Like, I, I like that. Just the fact I got I got bored, so I shaved my head. I just yeah. I just like that. Actually, while talking to Clara, I honestly thought that Jenna Coleman sort of has finally sort of really come into her own as a companion. Yeah. What What, what did she think? Because I, I thought she was. Um, I to, all the way through series seven, she was, or series seven B, I should say, she was just like a mystery to be solved. 
and she and she didn't feel like um. I mean, I always liked her in the role anyway, but she, she wasn't sort of like didn't feel like a proper companion. And I think in this, she sort of became one. Well, to be honest, that that sort of started with the fiftieth, didn't it? It kind of, yeah. You've got yeah. to a point where she knows the Doctor. Yeah. And there's a trust between them mm. now, which you don't, you didn't have in, obviously didn't have in Seven B. But as she knows him, and she knows his past regenerations. Mm. Probably she's, she's probably the companion now that knows him better than anybody because yep. she's yeah, seen him. Yeah. Yeah, different... I, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, she's seen every aspect of the Doctor now, hasn't she? Yeah. So she should know what he's, where he is in terms of his mental state and whatever. Mm. And she can react to that. Yeah. She, you get the feeling she's there for him rather than he's there for her. Yeah, and that's, a, it's, that, that, yeah, that's yeah. not a bad place for the companion to be, to be honest. It's not really. Um, no, I, I thought she was excellent in this. I really did think she was excellent. Um, but of course, the other the other companion in this is Handles. Yes, Sovereign Ed. I, I I actually quite liked this. There was no explanation as to why he was there. No. I, but again, I don't care. Um, it, it to me it just seemed to make sense that Matt Smith's dots would, would, would wander around with a severed Sovereign's head talking to it. Yeah. It just seemed to make sense to me. Um, and it was almost like um, like a surrogate K9. I was exactly going to say, that's, I started watching it and I started thinking what this was, and then right at the end of him, you get the sort of confirmation of that, don't you? Yeah. When he says affirmative. Yeah. That's it. I, and, I, and that was just, yeah. This is, this is You get, almost get the feeling that Moffat wanted to write K9 into the 50th. Couldn't work out how you could shoehorn him in. Then decided, well, you can't really just bring him back. How do you bring him back into something? So basically wrote it, but wrote it using a different robot. Yeah, and it happened to be a Cyberman as well. Yeah. Yeah. But it so was. I mean, some of the conversations between the Doctor and the and Handles was basically the fourth Doctor and K-9, wasn't it? It was. It really was. That sort of argumentative relationship they had. Yeah, the, the why can't you just say it's a question? Yeah. I'm just beginning to wonder if whether that was sort of a conscious decision of Moffat. Oh, I think so, totally. To, to sort of bring that that sort of dynamic there between the Eleventh Doctor and Handles, I th- I I, I yeah. liked it. I did like yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, like I say, I, I think this I think this was Moffat writing a canine sketch. Yeah, bit in there, but just didn't couldn't work out how to get canine in without it being shoehorned. Yeah, so brought that in, which they didn't explain, but necessarily didn't need to. No. And like I say, then at the end, when it's when he when it says affirmative, you're just thinking, yeah, that's yeah, basically that, that's that is, what he's done. Yeah, that's K nine indeed. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I really did. Um, and of course, the other thing as well is the whole question of you know the you know the Doctor's name. Yeah. Which again, I I I really like because it just said, well, his name's the Doctor. Yeah. That, that's all. Yeah. You know, I can't uh, exact words now, but it's sort of like that's. That's that's what that's who he is. Yeah, you know? one of the things I liked about this is again, this is similar to the fiftieth. Actually, the things going into this, where I'd heard bits of it, or you you got the impression that certain things were going to happen. Yeah, actually, and you didn't. Oh God, they're not going to do. He's not going to do that, is he? They didn't happen. No. So the bits I was actually not looking forward to in this didn't happen. So from that point of view, <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> I didn't want them to to go into what the doctor's name was. No, no. Um, 
I, I, I didn't particularly I want. I didn't want him bringing back the Time Lords at this stage, and that didn't happen as well, such. He, yeah, he, he he sort of teased us with the Time yeah. Lords. You still got that. You still got that to go. Yeah. Um, you, you you know, as I said for the fiftieth, you wanted him to bring back the Time Lords, but perhaps this wasn't necessarily the time to do it. No, I. I that that's one thing I was worried about. That the whole once the Time Lords thing was addressed in, in the day of the doctor and the fact that they're lost in, an, in another universe i was quite worried about the fact that it was going to be wrapped up too quickly yeah and i'm glad to say at the moment no it hasn't because as soon as it was mentioned the tunnels up on the other side of the crack trying to make contact i thought oh no he's not gonna wrap it up right now surely yeah when when handle you know, says gallifrey yeah you're thinking oh dear Here yeah exactly but it didn't happen no so yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that that wasn't wrapped up, and it, it looks like it's going to be part of, hopefully, part of Capaldi's um, story arc. I suppose you could yeah. say. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's too good a story arc for him to to to, to bring up and lose in two two episodes. No, that's right. That's right. So you sort of suspected he wasn't going to do that, but ah oh, well. Now actually, another another um, another sort of it's getting better. while we're talking. Oh, Getting back to, to the bit about the fact of going onto the ships, going onto the different ships with the first one, you see him go on and he's got the Dalek ice stalk and it's the Dalek ship. Yeah. And he moans about it. And then obviously he goes onto the second ship with the severed head of the Cyberman. <laughs> it's the Cyberman ship. Oh, that was a bit, I thought that was pretty good. Oh, I did, yeah. I, you know what? I didn't catch that and, or, or, or see what the joke was until I watched it for a second time. Mm. And I was sort of like, oh, yes, of course he's got the. Sovereign head in his hands. Oh, yeah, but so, you realise the first one is just set up to do the second joke. <laughs> yeah, it was actually. Well, the thing was, it, uh, you didn't feel I, it was actually. You didn't. You didn't think. Well, why has he just done that? Well, the thing is, I actually felt when I watched it the second time, and I sort of then I got the joke. I felt quite stupid for not getting it on the first time of watching. To be honest, because it was quite obvious. But, yeah. Um, no, actually, I was going to get onto Tasha Lem actually before we get onto the, the whole. Um, Thing the tunnels bestowing a, a new regeneration cycle onto the Doctor, and the whole regeneration um, question as well. I, I think was well, yeah, he's had all his thirteen, and Moffat stuck to his word. He, you know, he counts the tenth Doctor's sort of aborted regeneration, yeah, as one, and now he counts obviously, you know, the, the John Hurt Doctor. As, well, as we'd, other, we'd so. spoken about this, didn't we? And, yeah. And, and thought that Moffat really wanted to do, wanted to explain. It wasn't something that he want, he was going to leave for somebody else to to try and explain away. No, and I know it's something he said about he wanted to set the show up for the next fifty years. And I know he said he wanted yeah. to, he wanted to do that in the anniversary special. But really, he, he, he did got, it here. And he almost got the feeling sometimes. I think when we was talking about why did he bring in an extra doctor. In uh, Hertz Doctor, yeah, and you almost—it's because he wanted. He, he had worked out what he was going to do to kick to, to to get around the regeneration problem, and he needed to get there quicker than yeah it would have done if he'd have had to have waited for Capaldi to go. I think you're right. I think you're right. He yeah. he wanted yeah. to do it. He didn't want to leave it to somebody else. No, <laughs> he had the idea already. Yeah, he wanted to make sure that he he was the one who who did it basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I've got no no 
issue with that at all. I think certain people have taken issue with it. Um, but lots of people had said that that was the uh, that was the most obvious way of getting around the regeneration thing. It had been set up in the Five Doctors that they promised the Master a whole new regenerations cycle. Yeah, exactly. So the Time Lords, it, it, it's in. If you want to talk about continuity, if you're going to get into continuity, and canon, it's, it, it's canon. It's you there. Do. Yeah, it's there so, already. Yeah. So if you're going to give him, so giving him a new regeneration cycle isn't out of place. The only problem Moffat had was there was no time lords to do it. Yeah, that's right. So, hence you can bring back the time lords, and as soon as you've done that, you can kickstart the regeneration cycle again. Well, it sort of makes sense as to one thing they possibly could send through to the Doctor. Yeah. You know, through through the crack in time. So I, again, I've got no issue with it whatsoever. No, absolutely no issue with it. One thing I, I'm talking about the regeneration. It was Eve. I must admit, I, I said it wasn't. Um, this wasn't overblown like um, tenants' farewell, but it seems to be that each regeneration happens. It, get, it gets more, you know, bigger and more spectacular. I mean, this this particular um, regeneration took out a Dalek mothership. Well, you, but, but then. You could sort of the explanation for that, of course, is that this is not just a normal regeneration. This is the whole of kickstarting a whole new cycle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you'd think that would be pretty spectacular. Yeah, I, I, this, this this is actually uh-uh. toying with what they should be doing. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying I've got a problem with it. I'm just saying that it, it is more. It sort of goes against what I said before. It wasn't overblown. No, th- that bit was overblown. But but it, it was I, quick. I don't care. It was quick. Yeah. It, it wasn't. There wasn't this. You didn't have a massive thing about. Oh, of course. When I regenerate, I'll I'll do this and I'll do that. It yeah. just happened. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Now, um, before we get on to his final regeneration, the, the Tasha Lem character. Yeah. Now, this is another. Th- this was one of the other problems I had with it, or maybe not a problem, but maybe it, it sort of had a, a, a question over that character. And it appears I'm not the only one to have thought that. Is that? Do you think this was really written as River Song with with all the flirtiness? Yes, um, and you've sort of got the thing about the the. She says they made a psychopath to kill you. Yeah, and then. When she's saying about the Dalek insider, he's saying you've, been, you've had a psychopath inside you from the start, and you've yeah. kept that under control or whatever. Obviously, that quite afraid that way. <laughs> Better written than that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the the the, the thing that uh, that's if not River Song is very similar to River Song. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I just I just thought that. I mean, I thought. Um... I thought Ola Brady was really good. I thought she was great in the yeah. role. You know, I'm not on, you know, I'm not uh, sort of bemoaning the fact that she was she she was you know she was rubbish or anything. It was a bad character or anything. I just thought when the the, the line she was speaking, I just thought this could be River Song. Yeah, it really could. But have been. then I see. I'm not so sure with Moffat that that isn't planned as well. That it that it is actually it wasn't written because. He wanted it to be River Song. You never know with him, do you, to be honest? But he wanted to leave people thinking, was that meant to be River Song? Yeah. Is, is that character River Song? Is, this, is the fact that she couldn't regenerate, is there some way? Is this a missing regeneration? Because if you take it, we don't necessarily know. There must have been a regeneration somewhere between the little girl in the alley and... Um, Mel's. Mel's. Yeah. 
So why can't this be somewhere previous? Who knows? The River Song character. Who knows, mate? There could be something in that. She knew how to fly the TARDIS as well. Yeah. It's just odd. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. I mean, yeah, there, there's bits in there that say... Well, I know we're reading, a hell, of, we're reading a hell of a yeah. lot into this right now. Actually, but, that can't yeah. be right because then she wouldn't have known um, who the... She'd have known who the Doctor was, but for it to have been a, a, a previous... A previous one, yeah. ...bit in there, but... Um, yeah, no, I, I think I think it's meant to be written that you just to get people saying, "Is it? Is it not?" He doesn't like tying up everything. I no, he doesn't. Without, without, without leaving little questions. Yeah, he likes to leave a few things dangling there, doesn't yeah. he? So, um, anyway, Matt Smith's sort of final final scenes. Uh, now, when you saw those, when Clara went walked into the TARDIS and saw all his clothes on the floor. And you saw a pair of boots walking out the steps. Did you think, like me, that that was going to be Peter Capaldi? Yeah, mainly because it would have given a. He could have kickstarted it with the, the new the, next series with, is this really the Doctor? Yeah, it could have done. You know, with her not being quite sure as to whether this is because it would have been the one Doctor she wouldn't have seen. Yeah, the set. No, I I I, I thought it was a, it was a nice little. I sort of, I can put it sort of pull the rug from under the audience's feet because yeah. I, re- I already did think that was Peter Capaldi walking up the stairs. And you obviously then think that Moffat actually already knows really where he's going with this Doctor and the relationship between this Doctor and Clara. Yeah. Because he hasn't left himself, he didn't leave himself that option. No, definitely not. Now, um, what what do you? I thought Matt Smith's, I thought Matt Smith's speech just before he regenerated. I think that was probably. How can I put it? That was sort of fifty percent Doctor, fifty percent Matt Smith, really, wasn't it? Saying saying goodbye to a certain extent. I mean, it, it was because you had the whole you had the whole thing about um, I'll always remember when I was the Doctor for for a sad moment. It was actually a, a nice speech. It wasn't as we said about the tenant being all I don't want to go and all yeah. this. Yeah, that was very much the character saying, "No, I've enjoyed this." And don't feel sorry for me. Yeah, that's it. And getting round... I mean, it was a typical... Obviously, as we say, it's a typical Smith moment in terms of he does those speeches so well anyway. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it, I just like... You know, it, it wasn't... I don't want to go. At least we, we didn't get another one of those, did we? Yeah. And I was even then into the the bit about Amelia and Amy Pond in there. And I started finding myself, did it really need that? But then you've had... You always had the doctor wanting talking about his old. Well, you've you've had instances of the doctors talking about the companions that have gone with him. Yeah. On his just before he regenerates, obviously, you've got the fifth doctor sees nearly everybody for about five minutes swirling yeah, that's around. It. That's it. So. No, I'd just say again, it's already been established that's what happens. Okay, it happened in Lopolis. Yeah. It happened at the, in the case of Androsani. Um. And we've even had it. We even had it with um, the eighth Doctor reeling off the names of his companions before regenerating. I mean, the tenth Doctor going back revisiting his companions yeah. for regenerated. So yeah, it's it's not it's not unheard of, is it? So no. you know, it's. Um, but I must admit, I wasn't expecting to see uh, Karen Gillan at the end. No. I really wasn't, and I I really did quite like that moment. I really did. Yeah, I and. Mean, it- it was something that you thought, oh, is, was it necessary? And then you finished it afterwards, watching it again. Certainly watching it the second time, you thought, yes, it was, actually. Yeah. I, I, to, have not, to have not have mentioned her at that point would have been odd, rather yeah. than her being there. 
And as other people have commented on, um, they're both wearing, wearing wigs. wigs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd liked it. I'd like <laughs> It'd been nice if they just reached over and removed each, each other's wigs. <laughs> the first bald regeneration. That would have been really good. Uh, no, I and then when he finally did change it into Capaldi, it was like bang. Yeah, it wasn't drawn out. It was just bang, like that click of the fingers, and, he, and he, all of a sudden he was Capaldi. Um, yeah, which was good because then you it, it, it sort of you didn't need the second one. You'd had the big one that exploded everything. Yeah, this this was him just going. He was still going through the regeneration part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I... actually getting back to that. Actually, oh, right, okay. the thing when we when she when he goes in when she goes back into we're talking about when she Clara first goes back into the TARDIS mm. and she follows the cards. When you see the fish fingers and custard, I'm thinking to myself, if you're going to do that with Capaldi as well, that's slightly odd and repeating yourself. Yes, right. But then actually, when it does turn out that it's still Smith's Doctor, you sort of think, oh, that sort of makes sense. You then go back to the first thing you you like. You liked, yeah. Sort of helped you get over it, sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah. It was, um, it was like a like it's a turning to comfort food. Yeah, exactly. Right at the end, exactly. No, I'd, I'd liked it. I really liked it. Um, and I'm hoping that Capaldi's Doctor is. I know, obviously, he's gonna his sort of character will all settle down. But I like the the mad eyed stare he, he sort of gave Clara when he when he when it first became him. And I thought, I, I thought if he plays it like that, bring it on. To be yeah. honest, bring it on. Yeah. And I did like the fact, you know, um, he didn't know how to fly the TARDIS either. So she had that long speech, right? Obviously, straight on, following on from the long speech of, of the of the previous Doctor before regenerating, saying, "I'll always remember this. I remember everything." Yeah. <laughs> so what's the first thing this Doctor can't do? Fly, fly the TARDIS. TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed this. To be honest, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of glad I'm. I, I I did enjoy it, and I since was I seem to be going against the grain somewhat um, with, with a lot of fat. It seems to be the a lot of hardcore fans are bemoaning this one for the fact that it's lost. It would or it has lost or could have lost a lot of non fans or, or casual fans. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't I don't care. care. I, I mean, yeah. The, the only criticism I think you can lay at this episode really is the fact that it was on Christmas Day. Yeah, and. What else could he have done? <laughs> no, that's right. It's not his. It's not his fault. The only thing you could have done was you could have, unless you'd have made the fiftieth a two-parter and had part one as what we got, and this is part two. Yeah. And then you'd gone into a, then you'd have had the Christmas one as Capaldi's first episode. That was the only way you could have you could have got round this problem. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But as I'm a fan, and as it all made sense to me. Fine. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. If, if 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 the problem is that people won't understand it, you don't watch it, then go and watch the other stuff. Then. Well, this this is what sort of kind kind of a, sort of I, I find really really strange the fact that. You and get... I can say this on the basis that nobody who doesn't really watch Doctor Who is going to be listening to this podcast. Well, no, exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, it, it it to me it's the it's the what you call the like the long term fans. Yeah. Of the show. Who hate the casual fans because they only watch it because they might fancy Matt Smith for arg- argument's sake, and they're bemoaning the fact that this story is too continuity-heavy, so the non-fans won't be able to understand it. So I really do not get where a lot of these people are coming from. No, and you know what? I don't care. I yeah, really don't I, care. I don't. To be honest, 
you know, um, there'll, the be, there'll, there'll the be a whole only, new range of casual fans coming to the show when Capaldi takes over. Yeah. And his first yeah, proper Yeah, the chances series. are, whoever, whoever you attract from this episode, you'd attract from this episode, may turn off straight away because they don't like Capaldi. Yeah. So, and and if it's going to be, you're almost restarting again the series. To a lot of extent, you're restarting again the series, almost back to where we were 2005. Yeah. The Capaldi yeah. era. So, it's a good chance, that's, that's the opportunity for the casual fan to drop in as a, as a new fan. Yeah. So, yeah, let, let, let's just wrap this all up. Yeah. We've enjoyed it. Indeed. Indeed. So, I think, I'm sad to see Matt Smith go. I think he's yeah. been an utterly fantastic doctor. He's a fantastic actor. Um, and I, I really do hope he goes on to bigger and better things. Yeah. You know, um, I know sort of Tennant's career has been a bit, how can I put it, hit and miss, hasn't it? He's had more hits on television. He hasn't made it in movies, yeah. which I think is what he, what he sort of wanted to crack Hollywood and it didn't really happen for him. No. Uh, Chris Eccleston, I suppose he has kind of cracked Hollywood, but he's, but he's starting some pretty dire uh, movies, to be honest. And to, to be honest, he he was the Doctor before it was really took. Off, I mean, took off to a certain extent as in America. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Matt Smith's got a chance because he's the one that's actually as such cracked America. Yeah, as the Doctor. So no, absolutely right, absolutely right. So, but and anyway. he could have said that's because of his, his acting ability. So yes. Who knows? So um, yeah, sad to see him go, but I'm really excited to see what Capaldi does with the role now. Yeah, really, I'm excited for it. Um, just to show we've got to wait until August to find out. Yeah, but uh, but hey, there we go, there we go. So that's it. Farewell, Matt Smith. You you were fantastic, sir. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Absolutely fantastic. So no matter, no matter what the story, he has been worth watching. He has been. So I I, I think that that's a. I know usually we 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 do our um, any new episode of Doctor we we do our rating thing, don't we? Yeah. I, I, very, very quick. I think it's the last time we're going to use this rating system, isn't it? Yes. We're, we're going to come up with something a, a, a bit more convoluted. <laughs> For before uh, before um, uh, Capaldi's uh, first series. So um, I'm just going to say straight off the, off the offset, it gets a cyber leader from me. Excellent. It, it probably just about gets a cyber leader from me. Oh, although okay. I may... It, 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 perhaps if we, if we get into the, the more convoluted... Um, one, perhaps you should get a handles and an affirmative. <laughs> I don't know. As a, as, a, as a yes, I liked it. But I mean, I, I mean, it's not necessarily a classic episode. It gets a cyber leader for Matt Smith's yeah. performance. Excellent. Yeah, it's not. Um, as I said, it's not. It's not perfect. It wasn't an outstanding episode. No, but I enjoyed it. Yes, and I think that's all one needs, really. Yeah. To be honest, that's all one needs. Anyway. Um, What's coming up next? We're going, going to go back to a book review, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes. Uh, obviously, we've got, we've got a lot of time to fill before any new Doctor Who. So um, so next year, then, it will be the usual mix of uh, commentaries, uh, uh, series retrospectives, and book reviews, and big finish reviews as well. Yeah. But we're going to start the year off with a book review. Yes. And we thought long and hard about this one, didn't we? And we thought, well, we just had, had a... A regeneration story, haven't we? And we thought, let's do an, a, a post-regeneration story as a book review. As a warning to the future. Indeed, indeed. So, <laughs> That's um, not to expect too much from Capaldi's first. <laughs> so, so as a, a little treat for you all, 
and this is a treat for us as well, isn't it? It is a treat for us. Um, we're going to be doing a review of the target novelisation of The Twin Dilemma. <laughs> and may God have mercy on our souls. That's all I'm going to say. So that's to come um, in our first and podcast of That's how we're kicking off the new year. That's how we're kicking off the new year. <laughs> Long may it continue in that vein. Oh, God. So, um, yes, that's what's coming up next. So I think all it leaves us to say, really, is Happy New Year, everybody. Yes, wishing you that. Yes, um, I hope uh, the new year is, is bright and, and full of promise for you, that's all I'm going to say. And here's, and here's to the next Doctor as well. Yes. So, until next time, and until 2014, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.